you are in the back room with Dana Brazil, and it's early morning, and I am here today to talk to you about cluster headaches. I don't know if you've ever heard that term, cluster headache, but it's also known as a suicide attack. It's a neurological disorder. It's a type of headache. They call it a suicide attack because many people who suffer from this condition often end up unfortunately killing themselves because it is known to be the worst pain known to man. Um, There's no cure for it. There is, um, I should start by giving you a little bit of facts. Um, one in every thousand people are diagnosed and suffer from this disorder. I probably more people suffer from it, but less people are diagnosed because it's harder to diagnose because many doctors don't recognize, um, it for what it is. Many people who are diagnosed with migraines probably really are suffering from cluster headaches. Typically, um, in the past, more men had been diagnosed than women because it was thought that more men, um, it was thought to be typically a male-dominated disease or diagnosis. Um, there are two types of diagnosis of this, episodic and chronic. Episodic is somebody who will get these cluster headaches. And cluster, when I talk about cluster, I'm talking about you're having five to ten headaches a day for a period of time when you're episodic, so it could be for a month of every year, for three months of every year, every day. (coughs) Excuse me. It could be for, you know, once a week, every day, Wednesday at three o'clock. It could be that specific. And then when I talk about crying, and then there's a remission period, a time when your body is not having these headaches. When I talk about chronic, there are people who have these headaches every single day, up to 10 headaches a day, sometimes more. And there are certain drugs that are for other things that can help. Um, abort the headaches and also prevent the headaches. So we have, you know, classifications of people who suffer from this and we call them preventatives and abortive medications. So I would say the number one abortive medication for this would be high flow oxygen. I say high flow, it should be flowing higher than 15 liters per minute. Um, And, uh, you know, there's a plethora 
I've met different things that people try, um, even into trying psychedelic mushrooms that have been known to completely bust people's cycles. And there is, there is a study going on currently at Yale University um, measuring this and studying this, the, um, the neurological aspects of the, the, um, I can't say the word philocybin because I'm not a scientist and there are people who know way more about this than I. So if you really are interested in knowing about this study at Yale and about the intersections of how the cutting edge, I would look it up. Or I would go to the Cluster Buster website um, or other websites that can talk about how some of that... Um, those psychedelic uh, drugs are being seen to have helped people with different ailments, especially neurological ailments. Um, so I figured the reason I would talk about this today is because, unbeknownst to many people, I have been diagnosed with cluster headaches. And I am a chronic cluster headache sufferer, so the reason I am up very early right now is I haven't slept because I went to bed last night, and typically cluster headaches come, they often wake people up in the middle of the night, so you go to bed and everything's good and you're sleeping, and all of a sudden in the middle of your sleep you wake up with a headache and it feels like there's a ice pick right behind your eye and somebody is stabbing you in the head with an ice pick so I, I would equate it to that feeling and I should say like a hot, hot ice pick it's just the worst feeling ever so imagine being woken up with that feeling so I decided since I was up in the middle of the night and I hadn't slept and I had been thinking about doing a podcast on this because if we as a community of people with cluster he- uh, cluster headaches don't start talking about this and educating people and advocating and bringing awareness about this, then there's not going to be research and people aren't going to know about this and... You know, when I talk about this, somebody will inevitably say, Oh yeah, I've had a headache like that too. Mm, no. No, you really haven't. <laughs> Unless you've been diagnosed with cluster headaches. I, I often say I would rather give birth five times in the span of ten hours than have one of these headaches. And that is true. Um... Like my mom will often say, well, what does the pain feel like? And I I can't give you a comparison unless you have felt it 
It's hard for me to compare a pain so intense to tell you. And, and I've had many surgeries. I've broken bones. I've, you know, I've had some gnarly things happen to my body in my lifetime. You know, I've, I've been an active person. I was a dancer. I... I've had injury, I've had some car accidents, so I'm not, um, I'm not a stranger to danger and injury, so, but there has never been anything that has even come close to what this is, so this, um, is the good and my first little episode on cluster headaches. I'm going to continue to have little segments on them. Um, I'd love to have a guest um, because there are people who have far more experience um, who have been living with it far longer than me who have done so much research on it who organize conventions so people like me can go there and meet other people like me so we don't feel isolated um I know oftentimes uh you know we get diagnosed with PTSD and anxiety because we isolate and it's hard to make a plan and different things trigger it and you never know when it's going to hit you because um, they can also come during the day out of nowhere and ruin your plans and you got to leave and you know it can be difficult and difficult for relationships so um, so we'll continue to talk about this uh, here and there scattered as um, as it comes up and I definitely want to talk about this as it pertains to health insurance and getting the medications that my doctors prescribe because that has definitely been challenging. So um, that's definitely going to be a podcast. So I thank you for joining in and listening. I hope you have a wonderful day. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Have a great one. Mm-hmm.